If leftists ran the zoo, Dr. Seuss would be caged. This September 19th through the 25th, the displays in public libraries for the American Library Association's annual Banned Books Week are going to be overflowing with banned books. In addition to Ryan T. Anderson's book, When Harry Became Sally, and Abigail Schreier's book, Irreversible Damage, there will be not one, not two, not three, but six Dr. Seuss books. Historically, the American Library Association has deemed a book banned if a few parents asked for it to be removed from the children's section to another section of the library. That banning threw them into a tizzy after which they fell onto their fainting couches. Just imagine how they must feel now that book burners managed to get the publisher of Dr. Seuss's books to stop publishing six of them. Get those guy, gal, and sexually ambiguous librarians some smelling salt stat. What, you may be wondering, did Dr. Seuss write or draw that led to today's book burners, also known in Ray Bradbury's novel Fahrenheit 451 as Firemen? Oh, gosh. Gotta burn that book next year. Firemen definitely hurt somebody's feelings. One of the allegedly offensive books is If I Ran the Zoo, in which young Gerald McGrew imagines traveling the world to collect exotic, never-before-seen animals from faraway places for his zoo. The drawings most intensely drawing leftist ire are one of Asian characters with yellow skin and slanted eyes wearing traditional Asian clothes and using chopsticks, and a drawing of two Africans wearing loincloths and nose rings, as many members of African tribes have historically done. There's also a drawing of Persian princes wearing Persian garb, and one of a Russian soldier with a big bushy beard wearing a Russian military uniform and carrying a bird called the Russian Paluski, whose headski is redski. But those stereotypes don't seem to bother leftists all that much. CNN editor-at-large Chris Saliza said this about the decision by the publisher of Dr. Seuss's books to cease publication of six books, a decision compelled by leftist firemen. Saliza wrote, While six of his books will no longer be published, the remaining three dozen or so will still be on the bookshelves. That isn't a cancellation. End quote. Well, the cancellation of the publication of the six books actually is a cancellation. So should a culture censor books? Is burning a book written in 1950 because of several questionable images the proper response? Who will decide which books should be burned? Who will decide which hurt feelings render book burning necessary? Are the faux hurt feelings of primarily leftist adults in academia sufficient justification for book burning? Leftists whine endlessly about stereotyping, suggesting that stereotypes are intrinsically offensive and hurtful. In so whining, they fail to acknowledge that stereotypes emerge from and reflect real phenomena. Stereotypes do not precede and create phenomena. Humans notice differences and categorize phenomena. That's how the human mind works. We're expected to worship at the altar of multiculturalism, but multiculturalism is based on the reality that there are distinctives that characterize different people groups. From those differences emerge stereotypes. 
and storytelling often depends on depicting characters that represent the diverse types of groups we observe. That is, storytelling depends on stereotypes. One could argue that the wildly popular television program Will and Grace and the movie The Black Panther are filled with stereotypes. That is to say, characters that represent recognizable types. In those cases, is not viewed as either insulting or degrading. The movies Crazy Rich Asians, My Big Fat Greek Wedding, Moonstruck, Godfather, Goodfellas, Mean Girls, Boys in the Hood, and Birdcage are replete with stereotypes. The types came first. If someone wanted to write a children's book about a Chinese family, would it make sense to depict the family with big round blue eyes in order to avoid the stereotype that Chinese people have brown eyes with slanted monolids? If we're going to burn books based on claims that they include hurtful language directed at authentic identities, then we're going to need one colossal bonfire. Every book that describes theologically orthodox people as homophobic or transphobic for views on sexuality or marriage central to their identity as Christians needs to be burned. Former president of the American Library Association's Office for Intellectual Freedom, the much-revered Judith Krug, once said this in an interview, and I quote her, We have gone through periods where our biggest threats have been from the left of center, where people have wanted to remove materials that did not portray, for instance, minority groups in the way that they thought minority groups should be portrayed. If we, the ALA, have an agenda, it is protection of the First Amendment, end quote. In that same interview, Krug said something even more salient to the issue of banning the six of Dr. Seuss's books, and I quote, Many years ago, Meshach Taylor made a statement during a panel discussion that I participated in before the opening of The Big River at the Goodman Theater. Now, The Big River is one of the stage versions of Huckleberry Finn. Meshach Taylor was playing the N-word, Jim, and one of the questions that came up from the audience during this panel was, do you really feel that Huckleberry Finn is appropriate for young people to read? Given the name of N, Jim, isn't it too embarrassing or too frightening, or doesn't it raise specters for young people that they would be better off without? And Meshach Taylor answered, you don't know how you got to where you're at today unless you know where you came from yesterday. And if you don't know where you came from yesterday to get where you're at today, you'll never know how to go forward into tomorrow, end quote. Here's an idea. Stop demanding the banning of Dr. Seuss books, let them be published and purchased wherever books are sold, and leave all of them on library shelves right behind the drag queens reading stories to toddlers and right next to picture books about Heather's two mommies and boys who wear tutus then moms and dads can decide which books to purchase or check out from the library and then read to their children.